Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt podcast and Facebook Live series. I know we've been having a few audio issues, so hopefully you can hear us out there in Facebook Live land. We've tried a few different solutions, but thanks for being back with me, Kurt. Appreciate it as always. Nice to be here, Brendan. All right. So today we are going to be talking about the uh, rest today, uh, Thursday here, Mm -hmm. October 5th, of David J. Antonetti, a 20-year-old city man who was uh, arrested in connection with the murder of 47-year-old Angel Camacho. So this all started Wednesday morning, uh, about 6.30, the uh, New Bedford police got a call of a possible OD. That is correct. But when they got there, uh, unfortunately, it turned out, well, it turned out not to be an OD. Yes. Um, a, a witness called it in as a possible OD. The, uh, when um, police and paramedics arrived at the scene, they quickly discovered that uh, Mr. Uh, Camacho had suffered uh, some stab wounds. Uh, he was taken to St. Luke's Hospital, and uh, he passed away, unfortunately, uh, uh, Wednesday morning. And so uh, he suffered three stab wounds. Well, that came out today. That came out today. Um, And then today they did arrest uh, Mr. Antonetti uh, in Springfield. That is correct. So apparently Mr. Antonetti fled uh, to to Springfield uh, after, after the murder. So there was some cooperation with the with the local police there. I know the New Bedford police were uh, were praising the the local police in Springfield. Yes, they were. They were very appreciative of the uh, of the assistance of the state police detectives uh, with the Hampton County District Attorney's Office. And just by way uh, by way of information, that every state every district attorney's office in Massachusetts has a contingent of state police detectives assigned to their office. They are the ones that investigate murder and uh, capital crimes. Now, you were at his uh, hearing today. I was. What happened there today? It was a very long day. Uh, We had to wait for him to arrive from uh, Springfield, and there was questions throughout the afternoon whether or not the arraignment was uh, actually going to be held today. And uh, or whether it was going to be kicked over until to Friday. Fortunately, at the very last hour, uh, maybe 4.20, 4.25, the court closes at 4.30 uh, that uh, Mr. Antonetti uh, was uh, arraigned on a, a single car charge of uh, murder. Um, not guilty pleas were entered uh, in his behalf um, during a very brief um, bail argument. The prosecutor said that uh, Mr. Camacho, the victim, was stabbed three times. He did not say where in the body he was stabbed. Uh, he also said that witnesses identified uh, Mr. Antonetti as the assailant. Uh, Usually in something like this, um, now the arraignment ran well over 
well over 4.30. And the significance of that is that the court is pretty much shut down. Only the people who need to close up the building are there. And so the court documents were not available today. Court documents may very well have uh, more information. They were not impounded, so they will be available for public viewing tomorrow. I spoke to an assistant clerk magistrate, and he said that uh, they'll be available tomorrow. And so for now, he is being held without bail. He is being held without bail. His next, his return date to New Bedford District Court is um, November third. Third, yep. But I mean, this is murder. Um, district Court does not have jurisdiction over a murder case, so uh, he'll be indicted at some point to Superior Court. Now this was uh, the sixth murder of the year here this in New is, Bedford, uh, which I know is up from last from last couple years. Yes, it has. Yes, it sure is. Yep. And uh, I was doing a l- little looking at where they were. It was the fourth murder of the year in the North End. Mm-hmm. We've had two in the South End, four in the North End, and of the six, three have been stabbings and uh, three have been gunshots. Yeah. Um, now this neighborhood that he was murdered in uh, is has come up a lot recently. Uh, sure has. Doesn't seem like the best place to be living. So this was at forty five Thomas Street, a, a triple decker there. That's correct. And so that is. Is uh, diagonally across or catty corner from correct. the uh, 314 North Front Street, which is where the arson case was. We talked about yesterday uh, with the uh, that police allege uh, was set on fire purposely over a drug deal, a couple of drug deals gone bad. Mm-hmm. And this is also next door to 51 Tallman Street. That is correct. Which is where Justin Ortiz, a 21 year old, was murdered uh, on December 27th of 2016. That is correct. He died three days later. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of bad things going on in that neighborhood, probably an area. I'm sure the police already are uh, increasing uh, patrols and uh, keeping an eye on it. But Yeah, and one of the things to remember is that that address at 314 North Front Street, that uh, several neighbors said that that, uh, uh, that is a notorious drug house there, and they have seen a substantial amount of foot traffic in and out of there, and police have told me that uh, there are gangs all throughout that area. So, uh, yeah, so if, if you're not involved in that and live in that neighborhood, it uh, might, might be uh, time to look for a new place. Um, but hopefully uh, they can get things under control. And, uh, you know, it always takes a community, right, to, to get sure a neighborhood does. improved. So it takes a few people, a little neighborhood watch, or mm-hmm. some people who are committed to turning things around and uh, improving the neighborhood. The neighborhood groups up there are, are excellent. Um, they put an awful lot of pressure, and they are the eyes and ears of the city. All right, so that was uh, the case of David J. Antonetti. Uh, as Kurt said, he will be uh, his next hearing is continued until November third. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, he's being held without bail. Uh, they do have witnesses who have uh, identified him um, uh, in the murder of forty-seven-year-old Angel Camacho. Uh, that is correct. And when we review the court documents, if there is um, substantial more evidence, uh, Brendan and I will be back here uh, tomorrow or another day to, to let you know about it. And as always, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you were able to hear us a little bit better. We're trying a few different chords and audio situations out here. But uh, as always, you can listen to the Courtside with Kurt podcast. Mm. Uh, it's available in most of his stories. Uh, embedded in there. It's also available on our Facebook page, uh, which is uh, facebook.com slash South Coast Today. And on our Twitter feed at South Coast Today. And thank you very much for your attention. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. 
From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.